Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome in to episode number 519 of underground sports philadelphia presented by the city of vineland it's kb coming at you from underground studios and joining me like he does pretty much every single sunday night and by the time you guys are listening to this monday morning the host with the most the people's champ he's hashtag affiliated mr patty pitts was popping all my peeps. It's great to be back in the underground I'm talking Philly sports because uh, I'm not going to lie, Kyle. I'm pretty upset with Boston sports right now. Um, it's just your Eagles are honestly crushing it in free agency, even with some of the people they lost. And, I mean, just hearing the news about the Patriots kind of being out on D-Hop, I, I, I'm not in the mood. Huh? <laughs> so that's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's just awful. And now you have to hope that they do something with Judy. So I, I, I would much rather talk, uh, you know, about the Eagles and because uh, it's a lot happier, we'll say. Yeah, we're going to talk birds as they've made a plethora of uh, free agent veteran signings with one more who was brought in on a visit uh, that has some historical ties to the Super Bowl run. Uh, we're going to get into the fight in Phil's, the unfortunate Reese Hoskins injury that happened late last week. Get into the Aaron Nola contract situation. Uh, Pitsy and I also are recording this right after uh, our fantasy baseball draft. This Pitts is now part of my fantasy baseball league. Uh, probably talk a little fantasy baseball. Get your get yeah. your thoughts on the draft in the league. Yeah, we need um, as it is half underground content creators and half underground adjacent supporters uh so that's very fun uh we'll also talk sixers as they've lost uh two in a row out west which is you know whatever it happens big one on monday uh against uh joker batman versus joker so gonna be a good one gonna be a good one and then we'll also get into march madness underground madness and uh give you guys some updates going into the final four and the champion oh, crazy to think march madness is already almost over yeah flu it was, it was a weird year uh i'm not gonna lie as soon as the uh, that weekend first weekend ended i was like well my bracket's kind of fucked and i was doing well so it was like the fastest month because selection sunday was march 11th and by the time the championship's over like it'll be almost a month like that's a quick month march flew by this sounds like a, this may be a stupid question but is is the final for this weekend Final four is this upcoming weekend, and then April the championship 1st, is on Monday. Yeah, April 1st, 2nd? Yeah. Okay, so WrestleMania weekend. Wow. That's packed. Load up. Load up. Load it up. You know what else happens this coming weekend, Pitts? Oh, what? Baseball's back. <gasps> Baseball's back. Baseball March, March 30th. We're, we're three days away from opening day. 
crazy. That's, that, that's wild to think too. Baseball is in Dude. the air. I love it. Uh, but of course, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. And you can follow Mr. Patty Pitts at Pat underscore Pitts on Twitter and Pitsy35 on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed. We just updated it too on Instagram so you can actually click the link and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Leave a five-star review. It really does help the show continue to grow. Helps us, you know, get more opportunities to do cool stuff for you guys and for ourselves as well and continue growing this company. Um, So go subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Uh, let us know your thoughts on, you know, Eagles postseason or Eagles off season so far, Phil's preseason predictions. Let us know. Um, Ooh, that's crazy. I just realized Wednesday is going to be Philly's preseason prediction show. That's crazy. Well, you guys, that's going to be a good show for you guys. That's that crazy. Really uh, so yeah, go subscribe, leave a five-star review. And if you're a Spotify listener, make sure you follow the show on Spotify and uh, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes, clips, live streams, original content, shorts, interviews, and every single podcast on this network, you get it in full video form. Make sure you click that bell icon too. Dom brought that up when we were hosting Top Bins. It makes so much sense. Ring the bell. Phil season is here. Ring that bell icon. With six podcasts going out on this YouTube channel every single week, for the most part, uh, get those notifications so you don't miss out on any of the content. Subscribe, hit that like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below your thoughts on everything Pitsy and I discuss on the episode, and uh, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are currently, Pits sitting at 422 subscribers. We did put a little challenge out to the people on Twitter. Uh, our good friend, Dewani, the the talented artist that she is uh has a sale right now this is not a free ad but we just support our people uh Dewani's doing a uh, 20% off all Phillies prints until April 1st um so if we get to 500 subscribers before Dewani's sale ends we'll give away a Phillies print to one lucky subscriber to the YouTube channel uh so go subscribe we're 78 subscribers away from that happening uh And, of course, like I said, this show is presented by the city of Vineland. Shout out to our hometown here. Uh, The City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the City of Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And also thank you to our sponsors, who in addition to the City of Vineland make this show happen, Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our amazing, amazing merch partners, PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game, Pitsy. You were rocking the underground hoodie at Limitless this weekend. I was. I watched one of my boys shout out the victorious BRG on his title win, and I was rocking my underground sweatshirt there. You were probably the most comfortable person there. 
it, I was, oh, I was the most comfortable and best dressed by far. And I stood out, get this, Kyle, it snowed, okay? It snowed in Maine as I was driving up. All I had was this hoodie and my Expos jersey. Kept you warm. It. I was just about to say, I had it on. I was doing my squats, and it kept me warm. While my buddy's in there, he had three layers on, but I was just repping underground. Let people know I was warm. Awesome. And you guys can do the same thing as this show is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. And they provide unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philly. Guys, they've got amazing Phil shirts. Gear up for this Philly season. Like, I can't wait to purchase my Fanatic Choking Up Mr. Met shirt. They've got a Muck the Fets shirt, which I'm sure you will be ordering ASAP, Pits. The what one? It's uh, Muck the Fets. Yes. That's right up my alley. Confusion of words. It's amazing. They've they've got great shirts uh, to gear up for Philly season as well. Sixers, Flyers, Union, Eagles, even Philadelphia Stars gear for the USFL available on their website. And it's home to official Underground Sports Philadelphia merch. All of our merch is available there. We've got some new designs in the works that we should be sending over in the next couple of weeks. So gear up for that. Uh, And with their original designs for all, there's no doubt you'll stand out in the crowd You guys, our listeners, can use our promo code UNDERGROUND. If you're watching on YouTube, it's up on the screen right now. PHIapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND. You get 10% off any and all merch orders you can use at any time. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So go to PHIapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Pitsy, let's get into the most pressing of the pressing news it's the fight in fills reese hoskins broke my heart it broke my heart when i saw the clip when i saw the diagnosis and when i saw the confirmed news that reese hoskins will be out for the season uh tours acl in spring training fielding a ground ball looked like the back of his cleat kind of got caught in the in the grass which yeah just brutal. Um, and he fell yeah. right away. He like he like you just you see it. You know, when you send me the clip, you just see it, and you, you're just heart sinks because you never want to see shit like that happen, especially in spring training. The season hasn't even started yet. It's it's yeah. I was sad. I feel for you guys. Yeah, and Reese is a guy that like I've been a Reese Hoskins fan since day one. He is one of my favorite players in baseball, and. I have gone to war on Twitter for my guy Reese because the amount of people who want to go out and say, "Oh, we should trade Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins, uh, you know, oh, he, he can't field. He can't play the field." But Reese Hoskins is the heartbeat and soul of this Philadelphia Phillies, like this iteration of the Philadelphia Phillies. Like back in the day when Jimmy Rollins was the soul and the heartbeat of the Phillies during the run. That is what Reese Hoskins is to this team now. He's been through the lows. He's seen this team at the lowest of lows. And he is now, since last season, experienced closest to the highest of highs that you can experience as a Major League Baseball player. Got to play in the World Series. Went on this magical run with the Fightins. It is like one of those things that I'm heartbroken because... Reese is that guy. He's set to be a free agent after this year, too. So this was his contract year. 
two things on on the front of the contract. One, I hope the Phils do right by Reese and pay him, you know, a, a reasonable contract, bring him back. Like, I can't think of Phillies baseball like this era right now without Reese Hoskins. It's weird. Um, I'd agree. I would agree. So I hope the Phillies do right and like <clears throat> give Reese a contract. Like he's a Scott Boris guy. We have a lot of Scott Boris guys on this roster, including Bryce Harper. Um, and Bryce and Reese are very close. So like hopefully that has, you know, oh, some that, workings there. I hope it is. Um, and it's it's one of those things that I'm just broken for him because like Reese should have gotten to experience this season post you know, World Series run. Like, he, of all people, was so important to what the Phillies did last year in the playoffs. Like, that bat spike against the Braves. Like, just so many moments from Reese Hoskins that it's 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 not fair that this opportunity for him to go out on opening day in front of the Phillies faithful, you know, yeah. when the Phillies come back home because they start the season on the road, that, like, Dan Baker won't be announcing Reese Hoskins' name as the starting first baseman and him get to, like, take in all the love and passion from the Phils fans. I hope he's able to be in the clubhouse um, for most of the home games, at least this season, and and be with the team because I feel like his presence is just so important. Um, Also, let's let's keep this train rolling. Destiny Legardo, who writes for Phillies Nation, uh, put this out there. Um, the go yard with Reese Hoskins and MDA uh, donation link. It'll be in the YouTube description. Donate $17. Reese's number 17 uh, to the muscular dystrophy association. It's a big cause close to, to Reese and Jamie Hoskins. Um, they have an event on June 22nd of 2023 that I really want to go to, to like support everything oh, yeah. that they're doing. We'll have the link in the description there. If you have the means to do so, donate $17 or whatever you can um, to recent Jamie's fundraiser. We'll be donating for sure. Um, just to kind of, you know, turn those those raw and like rough emotions that we lost our guy yeah. to an injury uh, into something very positive. Um, I feel for Jamie. I feel for Reese and like hoping for a, a speedy and healthy and proper recovery for him. And the selfish part of all Philly strings, and I'm sure Reese feels this way too. I hope he's able to pull a Kyle Schwarber in 2016, where Schwarber tore his ACL in April, came back and was the DH in the World Series for the Cubs. Um, it would be the the amount of cheering and electricity that would happen if Reese Hoskins is able to come back and DH in the postseason for the Phils. Oh, that would be awesome. I'd chills. I'd have chills because, like, it would just, like – it's one of the, I just, I love Reese so much. Like he is just such a genuine, amazing dude who has made Philadelphia his home and has like just bought into everything here since day one. And, uh, it, it just sucks that he's out for the season. Yeah. That just in one of the, it, it sucks for anyone to get hurt and miss the season, but especially when it's one of the guys like Reese, you just you never want to see that. Not only as a Phillies fan, but just a baseball fan too, because that's like when you want to go up against the best guys throughout the season, and you know that he has friends around the league too. It just it's one of those. It just sucks. It sucks. 
Yeah. Uh, so sending all of our best to, to Reese and Jamie uh, and hoping for a quick and successful recovery on Reese's ACL. Um, the other Phil's news is they got to find some sort of uh, replacement, essentially, for reset first base right now it looks like it's going to be uh Derek Hall uh who had a phenomenal year being called up last year and you know not the Derek Hall he he hits moonshots but he still needs to work on his fielding a little bit I would say um but with Derek Hall having to essentially become your everyday first baseman you need to go and find somebody to replace him um on the bench you, you need to fill that bench depth um and that's going to be the difficult part is how long do you wait to make a move essentially um well, is there anyone that could call it's up before right the now? season has started, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's true. But, you know, that's when you could probably utilize the, the farm system a lot more and whoever's the hot bat at the time when you need a call-up, you know, and just have it be a revolving door type spot. That's not a bad idea, especially just because it's, it's a weird short-term, long-term mid, gray area. You can't just, like, go out and sign – uh, you know, a bigger name or whatever, because then Reese comes back and whatever like that. So I, I don't know. I, I'm a, my thing, I would say, use the farm, utilize the farm system. It's going to be and, Derek Hall for now. You know, he's 27 years old. He's going to get a majority of the playing time. It wouldn't shock me if somebody like Josh Harrison, who was brought in as like a utility player gets time at first base. The thing I really don't want is I don't want Alec Bohm playing first base. And it's not that I don't think he's capable it's just Alec Bohm has done so much since the I fucking hate this place moment to develop and become a a stable and above average third baseman and pull off some amazing plays um, during the, the postseason run and late in the season that like blew people's minds. And I just want Alec Bohm to stay comfortable where he is. I don't want to mess with anything. I don't want to mess with any of his routines. And in that facet too, take away from your everyday starting third baseman to make him your first baseman. Now you're looking for a third base opportunity too. I also yeah. wouldn't hate, you know, if, you know, in his off days of, of playing catcher moments where you put JT real Muto at first base, I'm okay with that too. Some options that are being laid out. Um, potentially, uh, this comes from Tim Boyle from fan sided. Um, he listed Garrett Cooper, Seth Brown, Former Phil's legend Darren Ruff, uh, Miguel Sano. Um, oh, I remember. Okay. The the other guy that Dylan and I have talked about uh, is Christian Walker. If you wait closer to the trade deadline um, from the Diamondbacks, he's thirty one. He's on an expiring contract at the end of the year, so it's not like you'll be paying you know multiple years of a guy who yeah. is kind of just a, a rental at this point. Um. But I think you just let Derek Hall cook at first base. You let him just get his opportunity to play and, you know, be the guy. And then if you feel you need to make a move, you know, also Luke Voigt got released from his contract from the Brewers. I wouldn't hate bringing Luke Voigt in uh, as a guy off the bench who's just a big bopper, will hit home runs and mm -hmm. kind of lengthen that bench depth. 
it just sucks too that like not only now is Reese out, like Bryce Harper's out for you know pretty much the first half of the season. So now like the big the big weight of expectation and you know something you need to rely upon is Nick Cassiano's having that bounce back season like everyone believes he's going to have ourselves included. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that emphasis like that's emphasized that much more now that Reese is injured and out. Um, so Nicky C's got to have a, a, a huge year. Uh, and then also, you know, you need Alec Bohm to continue to develop. I think it also helps that now you're not really having Kyle Schwarber lead off for this team. You have Trey Turner. So now your lineup gets a little bit deeper in terms of like potential run production where Trey Turner's on base. Kyle Schwarber's now hitting a two run home run instead of just a solo shot to lead yeah. games off. So that helps. Um, but yeah, I think for now, like Derek Hall, should be the guy like he's in-house you don't have to go and and trade anything and then you know trade deadline rolls around you see where Bryce Harper's progression is which Larry Boa said you know throw out uh any expectations of Bryce Harper's calendar in terms of he could be back sooner rather than the the later dates um magnificent um but I mean I I think you, you just ride the hot hand and that's Derek Hall right now and you wait and see you know, how he's he's progressing as an everyday first baseman uh, for the time being until you, you feel you need to go and make a move. Yeah. I, the, uh, yeah, I have nothing else to add there, yeah. The other Phil's news is uh, the Phillies and Aaron Nola have uh, ended uh, contract extension discussions. Everybody's freaking out. Rightfully so. Aaron Nola's our baby boy. He's been here since 2015. We drafted him earlier than that. I was at Nola's career debut, so I've been an Aaron Nola stand since day one. He is our ace. You know, it's him and Wheeler at the top of the rotation. They're going to get a deal done. Like, I'm fully confident that a deal will get done with Aaron Nola and the Phillies. Aaron Nola is the type of guy that wants to be here. He's another guy that has made Philadelphia like his second home. And why would he want to leave now when the Phillies are on the up and up? When he's, yeah, that... he's also been here through even worse times than what Reese has been in because oh. Nola got called up in the midst of we're tearing it down and we're going to be bad. So, like, when I was at Nola's debut in 2015, in June of 2015, we were out in Ashburn Alley and – it was me and Noah, who's in our fantasy baseball league, and everybody in Ashburn Alley were chanting, "He's our savior." Yeah, like they know. They know. Nola has been here through the the muck, and is the guy that punched our ticket to the postseason to end the postseason drought. He's he's gonna be here. Let you know the big example that's been thrown around online when it comes to big you know Phillies players contract. Uh, negotiations being cut off until the off season and I'm hitting free agency. We traded big time prospects to the, to a in division rival for JT real Muto. when we did JT hit free agency and still resigned. Aaron Nola is going to be here. I, I would be flabbergasted if Aaron Nola is not a Philadelphia Philly for potentially the rest of his career. Yeah. I would find that very odd too. Um, I forgot my point of uh, what I was going to say, but yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things where, like, we're getting to the point where the season's getting ready to start. Of course, contract negotiations are going to 
stall now and kind of end if you're not at a if you're not at a a meeting point of shaking hands and getting a deal done the player wants to focus on the season the agent is going to go and focus on getting the best deal for his client whether it's with you or somebody else i'm just using that in broad terms no yeah and the phillies front office has to get ready for the season as well yeah everyone wants to get a deal done it is not it just I, I could also couldn't see him in another uniform. I've only known him as a Phillies, and even it doesn't matter if I'm a hometown guy or not. You just you affiliate a guy with a team, and it's weird if they're not, especially with the success of the team as you mentioned. Like it's one thing if it was well, he's been around for a while, but it's been middle of the pack, you know, claw, constantly clawing. But they got a taste of uh, a championship, or, or at least fighting for one last season. You don't think that he wants to come back and run it again with the boys? It just in it, it's there wasn't any issues that I heard of Noah. Like no. that'd be the only thing that would make this. Oh, okay, I can understand why it doesn't make you know they haven't reached an agreement yet. But like, yeah, it should be a done deal. He's a big I, I team guy, um, and like, like you said, you know, it, it, it's funny too. Like it's it's a it's a joke in a sense that I bring this, up. but like. Phillies did got their path to the World Series last year has never been done in Phillies history because the Phillies have never been a wild card team in their postseason history. They had always won the division oh, really? when they got to the postseason. Oh, they were never a wild card, so they they made history last year by being in as the first Phillies team in franchise history, which is one of the oldest franchises in sports. They've been around since 1883. That's first yeah. time they got in as a wild card. Went to the World Series. Were two games away from winning the World Series. Like. They, they did magical things, and it's one of those things, too, that, like, Matt and I have discussed this in the past where, you know, sometimes things have felt weird, and it's like the Phillies, like, bought this team. They built it from signing free agents, but also injecting a little bit of, you know, farm system here and there. But, like, it's worked in a weird way where typically, like, that doesn't work, and yeah. the guys that they've brought in have developed what the culture of this team is. And, like, it feels like even though guys are coming from different places, whether it's, you know, with Harper and then JT and then Castiano, Schwarber, now Trey Turner joining the Reese Hoskins, the Alec Bohms, the Bryson Stotts, the Nolas, and so bringing in Zach Wheeler and stuff like that, like, it's worked. And, like, they get along and, like, they feel like they've been teammates forever. And typically, like, nine times out of ten, that doesn't work. Especially no. in baseball. Yeah. it's it, it, Chemistry is half the battle when fighting for a championship. And if you have guys that are on, like, that want to get to that next point, you need to do everything you can as an organization to make it happen. And if it does, if it means going and spending that little extra money, then, all right, fine, we'll give it to you. You just got to make the player happy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it just – it's mind-boggling that they haven't and we have one of the most notorious i'm willing to spend president of baseball operations in dave dombrowski i i know big daddy dave is gonna spend they will he will spend whatever he needs to to win he's literally like captain america whatever it takes whatever it takes um but yeah and and on top of that too like the phillies finally have a manager that the guys want to play for like, imagine this Phillies team last year goes on this run and everything. 
But like for the first month and a half, two months of the season, they actually had Rob Thompson as the manager, not Joe Girardi. Dude, they may not be a wild card. They may have been. <laughs> they would have won the division probably. That's the, that's the difference. They win the division. I mean, it's, it's wild. I really forget. I, I, I forget. And I'm going to forget more than once that Girardi was the coach mm-hmm. or manager of that team the year they went to the World Series. Yeah. It's hilarious. He got fired. Yeah. I remember you complained about it to me. You're like, just fucking fire him. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, all, it felt like, like, we have an episode titled, like, uh, like, the Phillies are doomed from May. And look what happened. Girardi that gets is, fired. That season the dramatic out. irony in that is incredible. Um, also, I'm going to send it to you so you can watch it. Uh, I actually want to see you like live react to this. And, oh, I'm uh, great. <laughs> the Phillies mic'd up Brandon Marsh during spring training. Oh, and it is some of the most electric content that you will ever see because Brandon Marsh is my spirit animal. Like I love this man with my whole being. Um, I'm going to send you this one clip here. Yeah. Is it on Insta or I'm going to text it to you. Okay. I'll link the uh, the full mic'd up video. There are some just electric clips from Brandon Marsh's brain, and he is, without a doubt, on my white whale list for this season to get Brandon Marsh on this podcast. I want nothing more. <laughs> You're so <laughs> That's incredible. That's, like, that's a guy. I want nothing more than Brandon Marsh to come on this podcast. Oh, we'd vibe. Like, imagine vibe. imagine on a main pod Wednesday episode that includes an interview, a conversation, if you will, with myself, Matt, and Brandon Marsh. That would be must-watch television. It really would. I want nothing. This is my call-out to Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh, come on the podcast. We're big fans. I love you. Look at we we have great beards. I love the wet hair. We're big little Uzi Vert fans, DMX fans. Come on the pod, Brandon Marsh. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Phil season, man. We just did our fantasy baseball draft too. I'm in we such did. a baseball vibe now. Oh, I'm all in on baseball right like now. Like you're you're back. You're back to being a baseball fan, dude. When you give me a team. Like you just did, it would be pretty impossible to not be. I can't and, wait to be texting you in like late June at like ten o'clock, and we're both just up watching like an Angels Athletics game. Yeah, like there's got <laughs> you got to throw something on TVB. Like you get something's got to go on there, and if it's gonna be a random West Coast game, I'm for it. You can see a Yaya Ding Dong, dude. I can't. That would wait. Be, like, let me look at this team. Let's, uh, let's, I mean, to be fair, I I would. My keepers in this league were Acuna, Kyle Tucker, and um, Corey Seager. Oh, Corey Seager. And then I got the 101 and have Soto. And my outfield now is Juan Soto, Christian Yelich, Ron, Ronald Acuna, and Kyle Tucker. Because utility. Players. Quite the squad. It's just incredible. My pitching, I think, could be better. I'm not a fan of my. Oh, no. I've, excuse me. I have Jacob DeGrom. As long as he stays healthy. Low Mets. Well, he's on the Mets, so maybe he will be healthy and win a World Series. It's like kryptonite. 
You know who the Phils start the season against this year? Who is you know it? Who our, you know who our opening day pitching matchup here in Philadelphia is, Pitt? It's the Philadelphia Phillies at the Texas Rangers, Aaron Nola versus Jacob DeGrom. That's opening day, folks. All right, well, that's, that's another reason. electric. Oh, my God. That would be insane. That is electricity personified right there. You're going to be there. Well, that one's on the road. I'll be the following oh, week we're at home. One. Oh, okay, okay. That's a road one. Okay. Following Still, week we're at home. Hell of a what hell of an opening day for the Phillies. 405. I'll be home from work. Or no. I'm dumb. I will not be home. I'll be near you for opening day. Um You will be. But yeah, I um I can't wait. I'm super excited for for baseball season. Like I'm I'm excited that you're back in on baseball. It's just nice. It's I, I I've done a whole journey of self improvement and whatnot, and I'm realizing that the, the most happy portions of my life are when I am doing what I did as a kid. And that sounds weird, but like it was watching baseball at night, and you know the wrestling stuff, obviously. And now that I have friends and people that i can share it with because like everyone around me i mean I, no one likes wrestling everyone thinks baseball is boring it's just like all right well i like it so it's like what am i gonna do now i have obviously baseball league you're into it uh and then just, just the the job that i have now it allows me to just sit and watch baseball it's like oh let's go out it's like no i i gotta do with this and it ends up working in my favor you know, not what you want, what you need, and this is something that I need in life. Plus, you'll love the Phils this year. Two former Phils in our bullpen, or two former Red Sox in our bullpen. Who's in the? Who do we got in the bullpen? We got uh, card opening extraordinaire Maddie Strom. Oh, I, I knew that. I, I'm so jealous. He's, he's another I, one that no, I would love, Matt Strom on this. Oh, podcast. he would really vibe well in the underground. Uh, and then Mr. Siegel Arm himself, Craig Gimbrel. Oh fuck! I just fuck it. I'm not a I'm not a Kimball guy. I um, it's gonna be fun his first game because when he pitched for the Braves, we mocked him in his stance. As you everything. should. It's bizarre. He's been great this spring training though, which is like oh that's good. Wasn't expecting, so it's a good positive there. Um, but yeah, Kimbrough and Strom in the bullpen. Bullpen is like uh. This Philly's bullpen. I could I could spend an entire podcast talking about them. Now, did you ever go to Veterans Stadium? When I was real young. So I found out at work the other day because I was talking to one of the guys in the office about, you know, this. And I was like, yeah, Philly group. And he goes, oh, I used to work at the, the Phillies baseball field. And I was like, you worked at Citizens Bank? He's like, no, he was a vendor at Veterans in the 60s. Oh, that's electric. He was telling stories. It was oh, that's like, electric. Yeah, he was a vendor in the 60s. Whew. Unreal guy. He, this man is like a renaissance man himself. Talking that's from one renaissance unreal. guy. unreal. Because the, the vet was Phil's and Eagles. They oh, yes. There. Yes, that's right. That's right. From what I've watched. Both played there. And, uh, yeah, like we had the 700 level at the vet. That's where the whole Philly prison in the stadium jokes come from because there was a drunk tank prison in the vet. A lot of a lot of stuff coming about that vet turf though. That's being linked to a lot of the guys who were who played baseball at the vet. Um unfortunately getting like 
sick and having cancer and everything. No way, really? Yeah, somebody bought uh, turf on eBay from the vet, and they did, like, a study on it and everything, and there's, like, chemicals and stuff in the turf that they used that, like, causes cancers and stuff. There's a whole no article way. in the Philly. I'm going to pull that up now, actually. And I'm going to bring this up on uh, Wednesday's show as well with Matt because we haven't talked about this yet. I did um, not know that. That's fucking wild. It's like a new story that came out recently. Oh, oh, oh. That's even more shocking. Uh, yeah, this came out like early March. Oh, yeah. So that's um, relatively They tested new. turf from Veterans Stadium and here we go. So in 2022, David West became the not the former basketball player, former Phil. Um, good, thank you. Clarification. David West became the sixth former uh, member of the Philadelphia Phillies to die from brain cancer. His death, coupled with growing scientific concerns about perils of PFAs, gave uh, Inquirer reporters the idea to explore whether the artificial turf at Veterans Stadium had contained harmful chemicals. But how the stadium, after all, got torn down in 2004. Um, but in 1982, the Phillies had presented fans with a unique giveaway item, pieces of AstroTurf that had been on the Vets field between 1977 and 1981. The team sealed thousands of four-inch squares of the fake green grass and plastic and labeled it official turf of the champions because the Phillies won the World Series in 1980. Okay. Um, so reporters purchased these turf samples from four individual sellers on eBay and had two pieces tested at the Lancaster, Pennsylvania Laboratory of uh, Eurofin Scientific, uh, an international group of 900 labs in 50 countries and two samples at a lab at the University of Notre Dame. Shout out, Lou Holt. Shout out, um, <laughs> Catholic. Lou Holt, the University of Notre Dame. Uh, Eurofins tested the 40-year-old plus uh, veteran stadium turf for 70 different PFA compounds. 16 were found. Two of those 16 were, pardon me for mispronouncing this because it's science, uh, perflu, perfluoroctanic acid, P-F-O-A. Ah, okay. And perfluorooctane sulfonic acid, which my chemistry brain is like, oh, sulfur. Um the most widely studied of the chemicals and considered the most perilous and the subject of lawsuits across the country. Um, although the levels of the contamination in drinking water would be alarming, less is known about the potential danger of playing on artificial turf where the toxic chemicals are inhaled and, or transmitted through chronic skin contact. Obviously, players yeah. are sliding and everything, making dives for balls. Uh, even so, several toxicologists who are conducting extensive PFA studies, said the vet turf findings were concerning and problematic. Um, so the Synthetic Turf Council, uh, an industry group, said, quote, the materials used in synthetic turf have been thoroughly reviewed by both federal and state government agencies and are considered to be non-hazardous. Asked twice by email if the turf contained PFAs, the president of the council did not answer the question. A little sus there. Um the known health risks of PFAs are associated with various types of cancer, liver damage, decreased fertility, and immunity to fight infections, increased cholesterol levels, and risk of asthma and thyroid disease. Jesus Christ. The Phillies consulted several brain cancer experts who told the organization that there is no evidence of a link between artificial turf and the disease. Uh, other experts, however, said the issue is worthy of additional study. 
yeah, that's that's where my brain goes. Is that it's it may crazy. not be, It's still crazy that it, it's a thing. But it's but also I, like six that. guys from that's Phillies teams that played football. at the vet on those turf have died of brain cancer specifically. Then that's a weird thing. Like brain cancer of all things. I, I feel like skin cancer would be the I think one part of it's like, you know, you're inhaling and you're around the turf so much and like you're rolling around, you know, you're diving, your face gets Yeah. But I don't know the it brain is crazy. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, that's just so wild that I don't know. And, and it's a good sample size. Like six. that's a, a huge number in terms of like era of Philly's player. Yeah. The spe- the specificity of brain cancer mm-hmm. and they all played at the vet. It's three. We'll put the link in the description to that article for you guys to read. Yeah, um, that's incredible. But that's wild. Um but yeah, baseball season's here. And uh Wednesday night will be the Phillies uh season preview show, which is exciting. But moving on to from one turf to another. Going to the gridiron. Uh, it's brought to you by our awesome energy sponsor, Dubby Energy. Pitsy, Love cheers it. to you, brother. Cheers. We're both, both sipping on big energy tears right now. Listen, I, I'm i a real stickler when it comes to my energy drinks, as we know, and my caffeine consumption. Dubby just gets it. I just ordered it. I'm kind of trapped in my box over here, so I can't get up. But I bought my dubby uh, tub of the blue. I, I can't. Big energy out. tears. Big energy tear. And you were right about how it tastes like the blue part of a rocket pop mm-hmm. for the July. And I had it before I recorded. Actually, he was drinking it during our famous baseball draft because I knew we had this after. And when there's no jitters and no crash, like I. I'm not overly hyper excited right now, but I'm so focused and, you know, in the I'm moment. alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. <laughs> like, I just like, feel like here. And I, I, it's such a refreshing thought and feeling to have that not like I'm, I don't need to be, you know, up like this and going crazy. It's, it's nice and it tastes good tastes so good like that is the best part like on top of like the benefits it tastes delicious um so w was formulated to give you focus and energy like pitt said with no jitters or crash their formula contains vitamins amino acids and nootropics including that patented neurofactor which has been proven in clinical trials to up the, you know up the ante on your brain performance by up to 143 percent Dubby also is no calories, no sugar, no maltodextrin fillers, no artificial colors. So that red 40, none of that crap is in Dubby. And it's also produced in the USA in an FDA registered and inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP guidelines. Dubby was tired of, you know, big energy valuing profits over quality. So... That's where they stepped in and made their own. So go to war on big energy with myself, Pitsy, and everybody here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. They've been keeping us energized all March long during the tournament and, of course, just all the time. They're the best in the game. Go to W.GG 
and use code underground for 10% off your order. It's an effective way and direct way to support everything we're doing. W.GG, use code underground. 99% of their flavors are back in stock outside of the Dragon Aid, which is unfortunate because it is very, very good. But the Galaxy Grenade, back in stock in full tubs. The Dub Sludge, back in stock in full tubs. Like Pitts and I are drinking on the Big Energy Tears, which is your blue raspberry flavor. Back in stock, full tubs. The Beach and Peach, which is the white peach mango cooler, in stock, full tubs. The Push and Punch, fruit punch flavor, in stock. The Passion Fruit Iced Tea, in stock. Go get it. It's the best. You won't regret it. Let us know. Follow Dubby on Twitter and Instagram, too, Dubby Energy. Uh, go to W.GG. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. Pitsy, the birds are still flying high, doing some big-time stuff this offseason they have signed uh three veteran free agents to very cost-effective deals um here is the breakdown of new eagle safety terrell edmonds coming from the west side of pennsylvania to the east side uh terrell edmonds one-year deal with the eagles which kind of came from the clouds like didn't expect it and i was just like oh this is amazing this is great uh so here's the total value of the contract. $2 million, 600000 guaranteed, $250,000 signing bonus, base salary of $1.08 million. He's got per-game roster bonuses of up to $670,000 and up to $850,000 in team-slash-personal incentives. Amazing contract for a very talented safety who is going to fit into Desai, the new defensive coordinator for the Eagles. His system... Terrell Edmonds is so versatile that like he can be a box safety, he can go in coverage, he can you know he can tackle. Uh, yeah, he can put he him in interceptions. Like you can put him in safety. Yeah, and what I like about this signing is that it's a hard hitter. You know, you, my favorite safety of all time, no by side is Brian Dawkins, and one of my favorite things he used to do was hit the motherfuckers so hard hallelujah like that's just like that is an eagle safety and i think terrell edmonds is a good embodiment of that and it just adds another threat to that defense so i mean it's a, it's a trio family too there's we all Ed- three no, well, I'm saying there's like he's part oh, of there, like, there those, are more, those yeah. rare instances where like there's three you know family members who play football yeah. in the same family. Uh, that is you Terrell Edmonds. Here for a second, I thought I would love all the Edmonds. <laughs> Give me all the Edmonds. I, I need all. I need to chase all those Edmonds. I think Terrell Edmonds is going to be a fan favorite type of player. I can see that. Like yeah, I think sure. a lot of Eagles fans are going to love the way he plays and how he fits in here. Uh, another guy that I would love on the podcast. This is just the call-out episode. I want everybody on the podcast. Terrell Edmonds, come on the pod. Um, the, you know, so now you have a, a secondary that looks like this. We'll get into the other signing in a minute, but it's big play, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Avante Maddox, your boy, Greedy Williams, Terrell Edmonds, Reed Blankenship, and another new safety, Signed this week. Justin Evans, former second-round pick, played with the Saints last year, replaced C.J. Gardner-Johnson in New Orleans after coming over from the Bucs. Uh, he's now doing the same thing, coming over to the Birds, which, Pitts, do you want a good, hearty chuckle of a laugh? I love laughing. I do love you laughing. know 
who Justin Evans' agent is. Is it? Don't don't you dare tell me! Don't you dare tell me it is CJ Gardner Johnson. It is CJ Gardner Johnson's agent. <laughs> Imagine being that guy, Bag. getting absolutely bodied by Howie Roseman on the C.J. Gardner-Johnson contract, and then Bag Twitter fingers about your client getting screwed on a contract, which we will get into that contract, because hilarious contract. Like, there was a tweet that I have to bring up, too. Shout out at Tom's Takes on Twitter. Great tweet. Um... And then having to walk back into the Eagles <laughs> hey guys, office to get your client signed. Dude, that is like the all-time bag fumble. Just... How much of a saving face signing was this for that agent in terms of CJ signed a one-year deal? And, like, CJ's also been acting a fool on Twitter lately, too. But when doesn't he? Um to be like, okay, my client's a free agent again. You have hella money coming off the books. Come sign C.J. Garner-Johnson, Eagles. How much do you think that played into Justin Evans going to the Eagles? Oh, immensely. Because now this is a second instance where he's followed C.J. Garner-Johnson's footsteps and replaced him on on that team that he played for the year before. Yeah, so next year, Justin Evans to the Lions? Like, is this what we're... we're Swanee Pitts. Swami Pitts. I just, I'm just saying. I just, I, I follow the trends. I follow the patterns. So, uh, I like. I think it's weird. It's just bizarre. Like, I just, why? All that says to me is that potentially you can see him return next year. But that's such a bad look on his part. Like he was, mm-hmm. he had to do something to save face. Yeah. So Justin Evans' deal. Uh, he's got. It's a $1.5 million deal with just $600,000 in guaranteed money. So it's a very low risk contract, uh, a cap hit of about like 1.6 million, just under that, uh, and a base salary of 1.08 million, $250,000 signing bonus per game roster bonuses of up to $260,000. I'm pulling up, um, this one tweet here because it was just too funny to, not bring we gotta talk cj garner johnson's contract because details of the contract have come out since the last time we recorded this is from uh pro football talk uh wrote the article here so per a source with knowledge of the deal garner johnson's contract has a base value of 6.5 million he can make another 1.5 million dollars via a package of incentives that is a key word there pitsy a package of incentives perked up for 1.5 million dollars all of which require the lions to finish in the top 16 of yards allowed that's pretty steep bank bank that memory there okay okay so he gets three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for 70 percent playing time or seven hundred and fifty thousand for 80 percent playing time he also gets three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for three interceptions or seven hundred and fifty thousand for five interceptions. So he'll get another three hundred and seventy-five thousand, or another seven hundred and fifty thousand, or another one point one two five million, or another one point five million. With all of those things happening, or nothing at all. Are you ready? Again, 
even if he has 100% playing time and 15 or more interceptions, he gets nothing unless the Lions finish in the top half of the league defensively. And at Tom's takes on Twitter, quote tweeted everything and said, damn, he signed a same game parlay. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Bro, that is incredible. CJ Gardner Johnson's agent signed him to a a $6.5 million contract with a same game parlay incentive lace deal. (laughs) Basically, what the hell? Like, that is, dude. It makes so much sense why he was being emotional. Oh, I a thousand percent. Dude, (laughs) Brad Holmes. Can we just talk about that GM for a second? That man is a genius for doing that. For getting him to go... Brad Holmes said gambling's legal in Michigan, so we're going to gamble on a free agent side. That was a hell of a gamble. (laughs) Kyle, do we know what the one rule of gambling is? The house always wins. (laughs) Ford Field's about to be raking My man's incentives are a same-game parlay, and I, as soon as I read that tweet, I levitated to a higher plane. That was so... That was, dude... (laughs) The internet is free. <laughs> the best things in life are truly free. Like, that is just unbelievable. See, so he, he just looked at that contract. Goes, I, I, I hope, like, I hope for, like, the sanctity of CJ Gardner-Johnson, he fires his agent before he hits free agency again. Because what a moron. Dude, if he fired, that would be such a fun time on social. If he fires him. Oh my god, the content that would go from there. You have like I'm sorry, but there's no reason why he should be a Detroit Lion. And I'm saying this as a Detroit Lion fan. Because like the Eagles, from what we heard about the talks, like it should have just been a done deal. And I mean Slay was already gone too. In right? theory, was, yeah. He was he was gonna be a post June one cut, but yeah. But, like, he's gone. So, it's like, all right, it's – and everyone, even you, I'm pretty sure, said this. All right, it's probably just to make room for CJ. And everyone was like, fine, we get it. Like, what moron, idiot. I just. But if you told me that the Eagles were going to have a starting secondary on paper right now of Bradbury, Slay, Avante Maddox, Reed Blankenship, Greedy Williams, and – uh Terrell Edmonds instead of Bradbury, rookie corner, Avante Maddox, Reed Blankenship, CJ Gardner Johnson. I'm taking the former over the latter. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, Not only for simply the play of Darius Slay in that instance, Darius Slay is a captain of this football team. Like He's a leader in the locker room. He's well-respected. He's well, you know, received by the fans. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves his wife being here. She has become, like, one of us. Like, that's good vibes for the locker room. On top of Slay still being an all-pro caliber corner at the age of 32. Yeah. It's – this is where he belongs. And it's probably where he's going to finish out his career, it feels like. That's what he said. He hopes to retire an Eagle. I mean, at this point, 
he's at that point where he needs to be, you know, leading the that locker. I don't I just love the move. I, I just would rather have that. And I'm a really big fan of the greedy Williams signing, which doesn't happen if CJ stays. So, you know, it's it, it, it all works out in the end. It's incredible. We talked about greedy last week. Uh, which was very exciting. I'm excited about that signing. Uh, and then the Eagles also signed a veteran linebacker this week, which makes a ton of sense. He's coming from the Chicago Bears, which our defensive coordinator was formerly with the Bears. Nicholas Morrow, I love this signing. I think he's a fantastic linebacker uh, for what the Eagles are going to be using him for. Essentially, in my opinion, I believe he's kind of replacing uh, Kaiser White. Um, which... Oh, doesn't impinge anything on N'Kobe Dean starting uh, as your middle linebacker. So Nicholas Morrow, uh, one-year deal, $1.155 million. Um, I, I love it. You know, it's it's $1.09 million on a cap hit, $1.08 in base salary, roster bonus of 50 k likely to be earned incentives of 75 k and a workout bonus of 25 k He's 27 years old. He missed all of 2021, but returned last year as a full-time starter for the Bears. Started all 17 games, but he played every snap for the Bears last season, uh, playing the Mike and the Will positions. For anybody that doesn't know, that's middle linebacker, weak side linebacker. Uh, so N'Kobe Dean will likely be a starter this year at linebacker. Morrow is probably going to be the other starter. Uh, and if that doesn't work out, the Eagles really haven't lost anything because it's a risk-free contract, essentially, uh, for how cheap it is and how much, how little of a cap hit it really is. So I like this a lot. I think he's going to fit into Desai's, uh, you know, scheme perfectly. And if it turns out to be the Eagles just stole a 27-year-old linebacker for a little over a million dollars to be a starting linebacker, let's fucking ride. I agree. Yeah. Um, so some great signings by the Eagles this week. Lane Johnson also gets a one-year extension. Uh, and did, they, did you see that set. coming? Uh, probably at some point. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Okay. I, I think it was more so Lane and the Eagles being like, "Yeah, let's make you a lifetime Eagle." That makes similar sense. to like Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox. Like I said it at the end of the year, I said give all those guys the all the deals until they're ready to retire. Yeah. Look what they did this offseason, Pitts. Kelsey, one year deal. Brandon Graham, one year deal. Fletcher Cox, one year deal. Lane Johnson, one year extension on top of the contract he already has. Those are though like E Rock, shout out to the boy, put out a, a great tweet and he said, you know, at some point you have to start appreciating the people who are here and posted the picture of Howie Roseman with those four guys with the NFC Championship trophy. And that is the point. You know, you can't get hung up on C.J. Garner-Johnson anymore. Like, he's gone. Worry about the guys who are here and who want to be here. You know, yeah. on top of those, you have your franchise quarterback for the first time, arguably since Donovan McNabb. You know, Carson Wentz was here for a, a blip on the radar, but never really turned out to be the franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback. And is the oh, best quarterback in the NFC by a large margin. You have two all-pro caliber wide receivers on this team. You have a top five tight end on this team. You have the best offensive line in football. Yeah. War, like, Eagles fans 
You have the, I mean, look at your receiving core. Right. Like you have two all pro caliber wide receivers on this roster and arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Arguably. Yeah. Top three. Top three. Easy. I would like top three. three, It's, it's Eagles, Dolphins, Bengals. Yeah. I think you got to keep the Bengals in there because Tegan's still there. They're not going to trade him. So. I would I would put them in the as there. as duos alone, you know, and I mean, like who who else are you throwing at me? Panthers. Kidding, it's a joke, bad joke. Just with DJ Chark and Adam Thielen. I like You're what the Panthers I, are doing this offseason. I do like the Mikey. Um, more on the Patriots. <laughs> whatever. Talk. Let's talk Philly. Can. But yeah, I, I love what the Eagles are doing right now. And, uh, you know, Rashad Penny's here. You got Boston Scott back. Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell. Rashad, Rashad Penny is like. What? He just has to stay healthy. I thought that was a weird signing, but like in a good way. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. No, not at all. Like I knew Miles Sanders was more than likely gone. Yeah, I figured that. Because he was going to get a payday for having a career year last year. Um, but I didn't see the Rashad Penny thing going. Which no, I didn't hate. Didn't hate He'll be a good compliment to Scott and Gainwell. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, what the Eagles kind of have to get back to in terms of running back is sign these guys to one-year deals, let them have a career year, go get paid, and then bring in the next one. And yeah. keep Gainwell, Boston Scott here, you know, guys like that once those guys, you know, hang it up or whatever. Yeah. Um, But having, like, that trio of running back, it's like 2017. Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt, and Darren Sproles. Oh my God, I forgot Darren Sproles on that team. And Corey Clement, because Darren Sproles got injured during the season. So. Corey Clement, yeah, like Darren Sproles V2. Pretty much. Shout out yeah. to the boy. Signed back with the Cardinals. South Jersey zone. Love it. Um, But yeah, I love what the Eagles are doing right now. And uh, they're crushing the offseason, so keep it up. Uh, Pitsy, let's move on over to the madness that is underground. It's brought to you by our awesome partners over at Kenwood Beer. I'm seeing the Kenny boys this week to pick up some nice. bevies. Uh, you guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You can get it at the Wells Fargo Center now with the big Kennys. You can also pick up packs, you know, cases of Kenny at your local liquor store in the Philadelphia area or if you're in eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, you can get it at your local home goods. Uh, so go to kenwoodbeer.com. You must be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. Pitts, we're in the final four. We're in the end game now of 2023 NCAA tournament. Um, it's been wild. The final four is locked and loaded with, uh, <laughs> A final four that I don't think anybody could have ever predicted. This is your no. final four for 2023. San Diego State, the Aztecs, taking on the Florida Atlantic University Owls. A five versus a nine. And then in the Midwest versus the West, it is the U, the Miami Hurricanes, taking on the other U, Con, the Connecticut Huskies. Con's five a versus U. a four. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, I'm looking at this now, and I mean, I just didn't watch the games because Limitless, UConn smacked 
Gonzalez smacked them. Yeah. Holy shit. What Death fraud taxes don't trust Gonzaga. Dude, unbelievable. Talk about just. Like, and Miami with them, an epic comeback to take down the Longhorns. And everyone thought Texas was going to be. That was, there was a lot of people with Texas win this thing. That was a darling team in terms of like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna run the table and, and beat everybody. Yeah. No one seeds, no two seeds, no three seeds, one four seed, two five seeds, and a nine seed in your final four. Is a nine the lowest seed that's ever made it? That's a great question. Let's see, lowest seed to make final four ever. Uh, no. So that title is shared by five schools that made a Cinderella run to the final four as an 11 seed, uh, Dude, won. which was first done by LSU in 1986, followed by George Mason in 2006. George. I remember that one, uh, VCU in 2011. That was the shock of smart, uh, mm-hmm. VCU squad, uh, Loyola Chicago, the sister Jean team in 2018, and then just back in 2021, UCLA. Oh, oh, I don't remember that. UCLA was a play-in team in 2021. Um, wow. So FAU, not the lowest, but pretty damn close. Nine seed going to the Final Four. Um, I love this, honestly. Like, I know a lot of people are probably bummed because you know the best teams in the in the tournament are out and everything. This defines the madness that is March Madness. You know, the unpredictability that anybody can go. It is like it is the hardest championship to win, college, pro, combined. Anything I would have oh because I, it is I, so I chaotic. You're. I was talking to somebody about this in the the press box at the Wings game yesterday on Saturday. It's harder because he was trying to make the argument that Stanley Cup's the hardest, maybe in pro. But in all of sports, I think the hardest is March Madness because, one, you're kids. So, you know, you're 19 to 22, 23, some of them 24 now because of the COVID years and stuff. But you're you're 18 to 23-year-old going on the road, playing in a neutral environment in terms of location. You don't have your home crowd behind you. You don't have all the pomp and circumstance of a home court advantage. And it's one game. It's a one and done instance. Like yeah. if you lose, you're done. And that pressure on somebody of someone that age is emphasized that much more. Like everyone wants to talk about it's so hard to watch college basketball, this, that, and the third. Well, yeah, there's so much fucking pressure on these kids where regular NBA basketball, you go in and watch a regular season game or even a playoff game, it's a series. Yeah. You're getting seven shots total to advance to the next round. This you have you're one and done. You you survive in advance. What it is, is this, the toughest thing to win? What is his logic with the Stanley Cup? I think that's weird. I don't know. He was just saying that Stanley Cup was the toughest of the See, the I would go I'd go college basketball, Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley Cup, NBA. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Because all in the NBA, just the team with the, the most college effort. football playoff is yeah. a joke, so I don't even count that. 
Oh, that's 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 a whole season thing. That's a whole season yeah. thing, and it's yeah. that's like if you lose one regular season game, you're done. Yeah, you're done. Bye bye. You're out of the national title yeah, game. Stupid. And it's like the first week. So I would, but my logic with the, the uh, Super Bowl over hockey is one game, two, yeah. any given Sunday, yep. and it's the same. It's the pro version. I agree of with you. Madness. There's I no agree. series. You can't go home and rest up and, yeah. oh, well, we'll just prepare for tomorrow. No, it's one game, and if you win, then you have a week to prep, and that's all the time you get. Mm-hmm. I, I like that element of it. Yeah. Uh, so an update, uh, Underground Madness, will have winners by you know this time next week. We'll have mm-hmm. uh, an idea of who's going to end up winning our bracket and you know, get in contact with you. What the big O. A lot, of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, the OG <laughs> is the OG is winning the bracket challenge right now, which is crazy, hilarious. Um, the next closest uh, underground employee, if you will, um, I believe it. Yeah, Tommy Boy. So that's good for the brand. He won't advance any higher because his national champion was the Texas Longhorns, and they are out. Uh, so Tommy's going to finish at best sixteenth. Um, and then I'm next up, <laughs> I'm at number 21, uh, tied with a bunch of people, um, followed by CFO Margie. She's going to be in 24th Casey in 24th. Um, who else here? My bracket. So my, my, I, yeah, so I made a bracket and, uh, but I added the wrong bracket and it was one that I didn't fill in. So, um, but I did a bracket. Uh, problem was I had Bama as my my winner. That'll so. do it to you. Forgot they even lost. That'll do it to you. Um, so, yeah, Underground Madness, crazy, crazy time. We got some awesome prizes in the works for everybody who finishes in the top three. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that. And then, Pitsy, we've got uh, NBA action on deck Monday. It's Batman versus the Joker and Bede versus Jokic, probably for the MVP. Nothing better. Nothing better. That's some great Monday night basketball, to be honest with you. 9.30 primetime NBA TV out in Denver. Um, Sixers have lost two straight, which has been tough out west. But James Harden hasn't played, so they're not at full strength. Um, Embiid also looks like he's dealing with an injury. Um, So I I just don't want him to be gassed for the playoffs. No, you got to, yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, hopefully he can get some rest and hopefully Doc Rivers gets his head out of his ass and plays B-Ball Paul instead of Dwayne Dedman um, because B-Ball Paul is the better player right now and, you know, Dwayne Dedman will not be playing in the playoffs. So stop playing him, Paul, uh, Doc Rivers. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's crunch time in the NBA. We, we've got a fun one on deck next week, you and I. Oh Sixers yeah, the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I mean, after their dominant one. win against the Spurs tonight, oh, Jalen yeah, Brown, the lowly Spurs. <laughs> All right, you know what? A forty-point win against anyone is impressive. And then Jalen Brown putting up forty-one. I love it. Give me the talk that they split up the Browns. Do I'll you? Uh, do you want to end this episode on a very fun note here? Yes, always. So, uh, the Flyers obviously have been horrific this year and they are heading towards a rebuild. Um, I was sent. This is why this is a flyers meet the Swifties 
Okay. I want I want you to roller coaster buckle up for this. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Do not move until the roller coaster comes to a complete stop. Everybody, enjoy your ride. So this is a DM sent to somebody that I know. That reads. This is this is tying in how Taylor Swift's new album, the, the Eras album, is going to tie into the Flyers drafting Connor Bedard. Oh Which great! Is... Oh, that's that's exactly what we need right now. That is that is fucking exactly what I need right now. So here it is. Basically, Taylor Swift released an album this past year, and she's on her Eras tour now. I'm sure you know about it. And basically, the last song on the tour is Karma. And I was listening to Karma just now, and Karma is about basically uh, Karma punishing people who have done her wrong over the years, and Karma rewarding her for handling her past drama well. Or when people pulled her into drama and then all the good karma she's gotten. And also, Taylor Swift is a Flyers fan. So I'm thinking us building the good foundation and finally making changes to the franchise, karma is going to reward us. That is just ridiculous. That is just utter and absolute nonsense. That is she ridiculous. said, I just want good karma. That's incredible. That's fucking ridiculous. So that is the, the, the Pepe Silvia from It's Always Sunny of how... Taylor Swift's Eras tour. Oh my god. And Karma. Taylor Swift's Karma song. Uh tying in to the Flyers getting good karma and drafting Connor Bedard. That's incredible. Pitsy, your thoughts. Is 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 it true? It, no way. Is the theory true, Pitts? No, it's not. All right. It's just like I could make up so many theories about certain things and songs that like it's gonna make this person. It's not gonna change anything. It's not gonna change anything, okay? Not at all. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah. Hey, it's you, Flyers fans. You're the fucking problem. You guys are. I also love. Problem. I love the little sprinkle of Taylor Swift's also a Flyers fan, which is true because she's from the Philadelphia yeah, area. Yeah, right, yeah. That's like, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, oh, it's incredible. so funny. <laughs> Good karma because the Flyers finally fired Chuck Fletcher, which they should have never hired him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. Uh, but that's all we got for you guys. Um, make sure you're following us on the socials at underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter and Instagram at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave a five-star review and let us know if you think Taylor Swift's Aristor is going to be the catalyst for the Flyers drafting Connor Bedard. Uh, and also leave a five-star rating on Spotify. Subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Leave a comment as well if you think Taylor Swift's Aristor is going to be the reason the Flyers draft Connor Bedard. Uh, YouTube.com. Smash that like button. Ring the bell icon. Be a friend, tell a friend, subscriber. We're at 422 subscribers. If we get to 500 by April 1st, we're giving away Duani art. You guys love when we do those giveaways. You want it? Go subscribe. We're on that road to 1K. And uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Of course, Underground Sports Philadelphia is presented by the city of Vineland. 
Whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or are a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. Their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you are considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Department team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And go get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your order. Support us. Get your merch. Go do it. This has been episode number 519 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Shout out to the Swifties. We hope you find this and you like the content. For Patty Pitts, I'm KB. Till Wednesday night, we are getting the heck up out of here. We're signing off. Peace. I'm a